Hello, it's Dawn, and welcome to our first edition of the Conversations Book Club. And today's book is The Four Agreements, A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom by Don Miguel Ruiz. Now, I have had this book for a couple of years, and I've read it multiple times, and I keep it in my nightstand and sometimes just pull it out and open it to a random page and it always has something that speaks to me and to whatever situation I'm in at the time. So I'm not going to read the whole book because I think that would get me sued. <laughs> so I'm just going to read little parts that I have marked out of things that really stuck out to me. And it will give you the gist of kind of what the book is like, what the message is. And hopefully it'll make you want to go buy it because it's an awesome book to have on hand. Let's see. So... At the beginning of the book, he addresses how we are all born and um, given belief systems by whoever raised us, uh, teachers, friends, people around us, and we've adopted those beliefs and taken them as truths. And he talks about how sometimes we need to question some of those beliefs and also adopt these four agreements that pretty much will get you through life and make your life a lot smoother and easier. So the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. So he addresses how powerful words are and how strong words can be, whether it's using them about yourself or about other people, to other people, gossiping, all that stuff. I have turned to page 42 to read this part of the book. For years, we have received the gossip and spells from the words of others, but also from the way we use our word with ourselves. We talk to ourselves constantly, and most of the time we say things like, oh, I look fat, I look ugly, I'm getting old, I'm losing my hair, I'm stupid, I never understand anything, I will never be good enough, and I'm never going to be perfect. Do you see how we use the word against ourselves? We must begin to understand what the word is and what the word does. If you understand the first agreement, be impeccable with your word, you begin to see all the changes that can happen in your life. Changes first in the way you deal with yourself and later in the way you deal with other people, especially those you love the most. Consider how many times you have gossiped about the person you love the most to gain the support of others for your point of view. How many times have you hooked other people's attention and spread poison about your loved one in order to make your opinion right? Your opinion is nothing but your point of view. It is not necessarily true. I'm going to say that one again. Your opinion is nothing but your point of view. It is not necessarily true. Your opinion comes from your beliefs, your own ego, and your own dreams. We create all this poison and spread it to others just so we can feel right about our own point of view. If we adopt the first agreement and become impeccable with our word, any emotional poison will eventually be cleaned from our mind and from our communication in our personal relationships, including with our pet dog or cat. Impeccability of the word will also give you immunity from anyone putting a negative spell on you. You will only receive a negative idea if your mind is fertile ground for that idea. When you become impeccable with your word, your mind is no longer fertile ground for words that come from black magic. Instead, it is fertile for the words that come from love. You can measure the impeccability of your word by your level of self-love. How much you love yourself and how you feel about yourself are directly proportionate to the quality and integrity of your word. When you are impeccable with your word, you feel good, you feel happy, 
and at peace. So that is just a little blurb in the first chapter about, well, it's not the first chapter. I think it's the second chapter or third, but it's the first agreement. Be impeccable with your word. Now, the second one, which I find to be, it's between the second and the third that I think are the hardest, but that's just me personally. That's, that's the cool thing about this book, like different agreements, and it might be even in different times of your life, but different agreements might resonate with each one of you. And you might feel like one would be harder than another thing. Oh, here we go. Okay. So the second agreement is don't take anything personally. That is hard. That is very difficult, but he puts it in perspective. So uh, when we really see other people as they are without taking it personally, we can never be hurt by what they say or do. Even if others lie to you, it is okay. They are lying to you because they are afraid. They are afraid you will discover that they are not perfect. It is painful to take that social mask off. If others say one thing but do another, you are lying to yourself if you don't listen to their actions. But if you are truthful with yourself, you will save yourself a lot of emotional pain. Telling yourself the truth about it may hurt, but you don't need to be attached to the pain. Healing is on the way, and it's just a matter of time before things will be better for you. If someone is not treating you with love and respect, it is a gift if they walk away from you. If that person doesn't walk away, you will surely endure many years of suffering with him or her. Walking away may hurt for a while, but your heart will eventually heal. Then you can choose what you really want. You will find that you don't need to trust others as much as you need to trust yourself to make the right choices. When you make it a strong habit not to take anything personally, you avoid many upsets in your life. Your anger, jealousy, and envy will disappear, and even your sadness will simply disappear if you don't take things personally. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. I think we've all heard that uh, saying, if you assume it makes an ass out of you and me or something like that. (laughs) Anyway, we have the tendency to make assumptions about everything. The problem with making assumptions is that we believe they are the truth. We could swear they are real. We make assumptions about what others are doing or thinking. We take it personally. Then we blame them and react by sending them emotional poison with our word. That is why whenever we make assumptions, we're asking for problems. We make an assumption, we misunderstand, we take it personally, and we end up creating a whole big drama for nothing. All the sadness and drama you have lived in your life was rooted in making assumptions and taking things personally. Take a moment to consider the truth of this statement. The whole war of control between humans is about making assumptions and taking things personally. Our whole dream of hell is based on that. We create a lot of emotional poison just by making assumptions and taking it personally because usually we start gossiping about our assumptions. Remember, gossiping is the way we communicate to each other in the dream of hell and transfer poison to one another. Because we are afraid to ask for clarification, we make assumptions and believe we are right about the assumptions. Then we defend our assumption and try to make someone else wrong. It is always better to ask questions than to make an assumption because assumptions set us up for suffering. Also in that same chapter, I marked this part off. The way to keep yourself from making assumptions is to ask questions. Make sure the communication is clear. If you don't understand, ask Have the courage to ask questions until you are as clear as you can be. 
And even then, do not assume you know all there is to know about a given situation. Once you hear the answer, you will not have to make assumptions because you will know the truth. Also, find your voice to ask for what you want. Everybody has the right to tell you no or yes, but you always have the right to ask. Likewise, everybody has the right to ask you, and you have the right to say yes or no. If you don't understand something, it is better for you to ask and be clear instead of making an assumption. The day you stop making assumptions, you will communicate cleanly and clearly, free of emotional poison. Without making assumptions, your word becomes impeccable. Okay, and then the last and fourth agreement is always do your best. Under any circumstances, always do your best, no more and no less. But keep in mind that your best is never going to be the same from one moment to the next. Everything is alive and changing all the time, so your best will sometimes be high quality and other times it will be not as good. When you wake up refreshed and energized in the morning, your best will be better than when you are tired at night. Your best will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick or sober as opposed to drunk. Your best will depend on whether you are feeling wonderful and happy or upset, angry, or jealous. In your everyday moods, your best can change from one moment to another, from one hour to the next, from one day to another. Your best will also change over time. As you build the habit of the four new agreements, your best will become better than it used to be. Regardless of the quality, keep doing your best, no more and no less than your best. If you try too hard, that kind of sounds like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you try too hard to do more than your best, you will spend more energy than is needed, and in the end, your best will not be enough. When you overdo, you deplete your body and go against yourself, and it will take you longer to accomplish your goal. But if you do less than your best, you subject yourself to frustrations, self-judgment, guilt, and regrets. Just do your best in any circumstance in your life. It doesn't matter if you're sick or tired. If you always do your best, there is no way you can judge yourself. And if you don't judge yourself, there is no way you are going to suffer from guilt, blame, and self-punishment. By always doing your best, you will break a big spell that you have been under. Okay, and then I marked this page. Let's see why. Okay, there is no need to blame your parents or anyone who abused you in your life, including yourself, but it is time to stop the abuse. It is time to free yourself of the tyranny of the judge, with a capital J, by changing the foundation of your own agreements. It is time to be free from the role of victim. And that's with a capital V. Okay, and... If we can see our state of mind as a disease, we find there is a cure. We don't have to suffer any longer. First, we need the truth to open the emotional wounds, take the poison out, and heal the wounds completely. How do we do this? We must forgive those we feel have wronged us, not because they deserve to be forgiven, but because we love ourselves so much we don't want to keep paying for the injustice. Forgiveness is the only way to heal. We can choose to forgive because we feel compassion for ourselves. We can let go of the resentment and declare, that's enough. I will no longer be the big judge that goes against myself. I will no longer beat myself up and abuse myself. I will no longer be the victim. First, we need to forgive our parents, our brothers, our sisters, our friends, and God. Once you forgive God, you can finally forgive yourself. Once you forgive yourself, the self-rejection in your mind is over. Self-acceptance begins and the self-love will grow so strong that you will finally accept yourself just the way you are. That's the beginning of the free human. 
Forgiveness is the key. And in chapter 7, titled Heaven on Earth, it says, I want you to forget everything you have learned in your whole life. This is the beginning of a new understanding, a new dream. The dream you are living is your creation. It is your perception of reality that you can change at any time. You have the power to create hell and you have the power to create heaven. Why not dream a different dream? Why not use your mind, your imagination, and your emotions to dream heaven? Just use your imagination and a tremendous thing will happen. Imagine that you have the ability to see the world with different eyes whenever you choose. Each time you open your eyes, you see the world around you in a different way. And it goes on talking about imagining and living a good life and... Oh, it is such a great book. At the end, they have prayers that you can say um, every day or to yourself, whatever, to inspire you and help get you back into that positive place. But there's so much more to this book than what I read. Those are just little excerpts of things that really jumped out to me. So I hope that makes you want to read it. I hope that something in there jumped out at you and gave you a different perspective. We are all in our minds too much. And we all have some pretty dated beliefs. So question those beliefs. I'm not saying that your beliefs are wrong, but just do a little mental audit and ask yourself, what if it's not true? What if some belief that you've been having about yourself for your whole life is not true? It's never too late to question things and change perspective and to be happy. So that is my little book review of The Four Agreements. Feel free to shoot me a message and let me know what you thought. And if anybody wants to come on and talk to me about it, I would love that. I think that would be super fun for listeners too to hear the back and forth of the opinions about certain books. So I will announce the next book in a few days. And thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Take care.